turn to the sixth chapter of Ephesians, and I've used this scripture, scripture so many times, but I think it's very important. Uh, there's parts of it that we, uh, that I probably preached on every uh, part of it. But this morning, I think it's very important that we take time to just to uh, think about how good the Lord is to us and to and to uh, study this scripture. But he's, I want to preach on this morning, uh, talk about being strong in the Lord. I know I've preached on this uh, many times before, but hadn't preached on it in a long time. And as I pondered and prayed about what I might talk about this morning, why uh, I thought about this. The Lord gave me uh, scripture. So as we read uh, the sixth chapter, the tenth verse, starting at the tenth verse, it says, Finally, my brethren, notice it says brethren, is not talking to the Edemic world because they have not any inkling or any knowledge or any uh, mind to be uh, worshiping God and to be reading the Word of God. The Word of God was written to His people, His chosen people, I think. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Now we... uh this is spiritual. This is, this is nothing, uh, that we can conjure up. This is nothing that we can do on our own. It's in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. And as we think about this, we, we need to think, uh, well, how in the world, how can I be strong in the Lord? Well, some people are very strong in the Lord and some uh, maybe not so strong in the Lord, but I think uh, what this is saying that we He has given us the power. He has given us something within us, the Holy Spirit, that we can uh, reach out the Spirit of God because it is God within us. And we know the Word of God. We know how uh, He teaches us here how we ought to be strong in the Lord. How we can be stronger in the Lord. Each day of our life, as we grow older, you know, and and uh, as I've went through time, and I'm kind of getting up in years, and and uh, I've I've kind of learned by the Word of God how to be stronger in the Lord through the Holy Spirit and reading the Word of God, and it's powerful. God says His Word is uh, powerful as a two-edged sword. And we we need God's Word in our life. We need it so bad. And when we, in times of troubles and trials and tribulations in our life, we go to the Lord and we go to the Word of God and we go to our brothers and sisters in Christ. First of all, where I go is to the Lord. I run to the Lord because I need Him in my life. There's not a day or hour goes by that, that I don't need the Lord in my life in the same way of you folks, the same way of the saints of God everywhere. They need God in their life. You cannot 
handle things on your own. You cannot do it. Because the devil, he'll come along and he says he's going through and fro, destroying who we may. And as we read on, we'll see how important it is and how uh, we ought to depend upon God for the his power and not uh, man's power, not the physical power, not the the uh, our power and mind, but it is the Holy Spirit that helps us through these things in God and the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, put on the whole armor, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil. I just said the devil's going to and fro, uh, devouring who he may. And, you know, even in God's people's life, the devil can do a lot of, uh, a lot of damage to us, I'd say, that if we, if we let the devil in our life, and that's why I say that we are to, he says that the only way we can, uh, win these things is through the power of God. Through, uh, following the Holy Spirit. That's why he warns us. He says, quench not the Spirit. And, and so, I know we go out into the world every day and the devil is just waiting. He's waiting to see our crack in our armor. That's why he says that we're to put on the whole armor of God. He give us something here in this, uh, timely world that we can the spiritual thing, the spiritual, the armor of God, the spirit of the Lord, to protect us against the wiles of the devil, to protect us against the world that will come against us. And we're tempted and tried every day of our lives. But we, uh, he says that we're not ignorant of the devil's devices. We're not ignorant of those devices. And sometimes Sometimes when we're not in the spirit of the Lord, and and uh, I know one time I asked Brother Leroy about uh, how we know if we're in the spirit of the Lord. If we're if we're in love with God, if we're in love with Him and love Him, then we're in the spirit of the Lord. And it, you know, when when I go out into the world each day, I'm aware of the evil that's coming against me if there's evil. And I, I, I want to walk away from it because I don't, I don't want to partake of the things of the world. I don't want to partake of the things of the devil. And, and if you're not careful, if you, if you go out without the armor of God on, uh, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna aggravate you. He's gonna, uh, try to destroy you. And he can cause us a lot of problems. The devil is the second most powerful thing upon this earth. God is the most powerful, but the devil is powerful. But here's another thing. God will not let the devil, uh, do things to you. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got him tied to a certain extent and, and he yanks him back. Uh, when we say, Lord, and I have to say this, uh, many times a day. Well, I won't say many, but a lot of times in my life, I say, Lord, help me. I, and that's all you need is Lord, help me. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's just good to say, Lord, I need you in my life 
when things are coming against you one right after another. And I'm going to talk about Job here in a little while. When things are coming at you one right after another, and you think, well, boy, uh, what have, why have I got all these trials and troubles and tribulations in my life? And, and you just have to stop and say, I'm going to be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. I'm going to win by the help of God, by His power. I'm going to win over these things. And you'll get peace and tranquility in your life. And there's nothing like you're not going to find any love in the world. You're not going to find any peace in the world. But the only place you're going to find love, the true love, the agape love is in the Lord. And you're going to find peace in the Lord. And He tells us all these things uh, uh, that we'll find in Him. And it's good. It is wonderful when we can find peace. And have you ever been in your prayer closet? Let's just say that sometimes when I get in my prayer closet and I can feel the very essence of God in my life and I can feel His His love and His peace and His tranquility in my life, when I'm alone with the Lord, I can feel that and my, and me and Him has, has a fellowship. We have fellowship and it's good. It's the best thing in our life. And when we can, uh, walk through our lives with, with, with thinking about the Lord and, and, uh, you know, I think about back when I first, the Lord changed me and, uh, what a, what a good time I had about the first year in my life. And, and it was, it was so wonderful. It, it's just, I, I can't explain it. It's too good. I, if I had the tongue of angels, I couldn't have begun to tell you, uh, about how good the Lord has been through, good to me all my life. But there was a special time that was a special place in my life when the Lord changed me. And I felt the power of God in my life. And I, 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 I mean, I tried with all of my heart and I said, Lord, I'll make you a promise. Of course, I, I've not kept that promise to the full extent that I should have. I made God a promise and I didn't know he's going to call me to preach the gospel, but I made him a promise. I said, Lord, I'll do anything you want me to do. I'll serve you. And, uh, you know, uh, I know that I've not really kept that whole promise, but I have tried through my life, and I'm not no saint. Don't get me wrong. But I love the Lord, and I love God's people, and I want I want you to know about the Lord. I, I wish I had the tongue to be able to tell you how good the Lord is, but I don't. I can't tell you how good He is. He's just He's just a wonderful God. He says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So he's given us this to protect us. We are in, we're in a war here on earth to protect us against the wiles of the devil, his fiery darts. God just didn't put us down here and say, well, I've, uh, you know, you don't need me anymore. You don't need, uh, you don't need anything to, uh, you're in good shape. But he said, we're not in too good a shape. You gotta have God. You gotta have His power and His wisdom in our life. 
He says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. We, we wrestle against the wicked world. We wrestle against the wiles of the devil. And it, he's going to come against us. And, and so we need to be prepared. So God has given us things to prepare us to win against the wiles of the devil. He says against, uh, rulers of this darkness of this world, against principalities, wickedness in high places. So it, there's, uh, there's, there's things that's going to come against us in our life, but we got to be prepared for those things, the evil things that will come against us. He says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, not just part of it, the whole armor of God, uh, unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the day of evil. And every day we need that. Not just every once in a while. We need it every day, every hour. And having done all to stand, having done all to stand, you know, it, God has given, He's not, He's not made us a, a weak person in the sense that, uh, He's given us spiritual things. We, we can stand against the wiles of the devil. We, we have the things that God has given us. He says, stand therefore, having your loins girded about you with truth. You know, the first thing He says, with truth, with truth, and having the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate don't go on the back, it goes on the front. And I think when, when he talks about standing, I don't think he meant uh, stand with your back to the devil because he, he don't prepare nothing for the back. He, didn't, he said to stand and, and face the evil things that comes against you. And he's prepared us. He's given us a breastplate of armor that we can stand against the wiles of the devil. He's given us more than that, just that. And he goes on to say, and, uh, it goes on to say in the 15th verse, and having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Peace. The gospel of peace. The gospel of peace. The Lord's word. And people nowadays are trying to change God's word. I never, I mean, it's awful what people, uh, you know, they say, well, God puts you down here and he just wound you up and you just go on and do, uh, he has nothing else to do with you. You can do it on your own. That's what some of these churches are preaching today. They hardly ever mention God, the power of God, but they think you can do it on your own. They think you can, you can, uh, win over, uh, the spiritual things without God. You can't do that. We need the Lord. And our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And the way, the gospel of peace here again, we need to uh, have faith and pray. Faith. Uh, that God will give us, He's going to give us grace to go through whatever we have to go through in life. God's grace is sufficient. We may have thorns in our flesh. Yes, we all do. We have thorns in our flesh. 
But he says, my grace, as he told the apostle Paul, he says, and he told him three times, my grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient. The power of God. Only God can give us grace. You know, uh, he says, uh, just thinking about that. Now, he says the, the rain falls upon the just and the unjust. It falls upon the wicked, but the wicked does not know. They don't thank God. They don't know the power that God's power that sends the rain. They, they have no inkling. They don't, they're not, they're not praising God, uh, for those things in life. You know, if it didn't, if we didn't have the water, if we didn't have the sunshine, we couldn't live. And that's God's grace. That's, he, he, he made it well. And He made it perfect that we could live upon this earth. And, and, uh, God put us here. He says that He made us for His glory. I don't understand all about that, but He says it. And uh, so, so the power of God is in our lives. It's, it's, it's in there and we have to, we have to take the power of God and use it in our lives. He says, above all, taking the shield of faith. The shield of faith. We, and this is not your faith. It's God's faith. We have faith in God because He has given us the Holy Spirit and we know the Lord. And we have faith. A man without the Spirit, it says, the Bible says, man without the Spirit of God is dead. I'm not dead because I know where my, where the power of God is. I know where it comes from. Taking the shield of faith wherein ye shall be able to quench, able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take, <coughs> excuse me, and take the helmet of salvation. Uh, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and praying, listen to this in the last verse here, or in the 18th verse, says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. In the Spirit. You know, I thought about this a lot the other day. It came to me. Uh... There's a lot of people says that they pray who are, uh, you know, not, maybe not the children of God, but they say they pray. I want God's people praying for me. I'd rather, I'd rather know that someone that knows the Lord praying for me. I, I don't want everybody praying for me because I think some, the false prophets, they, they, uh, worship, they, but they worship God falsely. But I want Brother Leroy, I want Brother Dave, I want you all praying for me because I know you're people of God. And and God don't hear the words of the wicked, but He hears your prayers because He says that they are sweet to Him. And I think about the golden censer. It talks about over in the book of Revelations where it says, the, the prayers of the saints were poured out before God. And that's, a, that's how much God loves prayer. And, and when, when you, when He's poured out that censer at the, 
at the end of uh, time, I hope my center is full. I hope my center, I hope, I hope my center is full. Because God recognizes our worship to Him. He recognizes, He, He, it, it is a sweet smelling savor to the Lord, our prayers are. God has given us a power of prayer and we need to worship God in that way by praying to Him. So God has set these things for us to be strong in the Lord. He set standards in our lives as we, uh, as Christians, stand. Stand. And He says stand. He don't mean sit down. He says stand. God expects high standards from His people. He expects us to worship Him in spirit and in truth. And that's the only way we can worship God is in spirit and in truth. As Moses uh, prayed to the Lord uh, for his people, for God's people, and then uh, serving God toward the, the, the mark of the high calling, which Paul says that we strive toward the mark. We strive in this old weary world to uh, serve the Lord. That's what we should be striving to. That's what I want to strive to. And as I get, you know, as I think about it, now I'm not ready to get on the bus just yet, but when the Lord says it's time for me, He'll give me dying grace. You won't need no dying grace until that time comes. And you'll feel, you'll know the power of God. You'll know it in your life, uh, even before that time. You know about uh, how good the Lord has been to us. Well, I want to turn over to Job right quick and just uh, talk a minute from the book of Job. As we think about being strong in the Lord, and I, uh, God gives us examples of His great men of God and like the Apostle Paul, Moses, and I, uh, uh, the different characters in the Bible who he gave power and they loved the Lord and they strived to serve God. Here was a great man of God and he, God uh, sets Job as a great example, I think, for his people. And uh, we probably uh, never have half the of, uh the option that Job had in his life because by the grace of God we could have and all of Job's trials and tribulations that he had in life and the Lord the Lord allowed this to come up on Job even though he was a great man of God and I'm just going to read a little bit of scripture here in the first chapter of Job there was a man in the land of Oz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. That means when he says he eschewed evil, he, he, uh, resisted the evil. He, he 
he, he didn't want nothing to do with Job lived in a world, kindly of a little place of his own, the land of, that he had there. God protected him from all the, uh, the, uh, warring tribes that were around him. And God protected him because he was a great man of God and he, he knew the power of God. And there was born unto him seven sons and three daughters and his substance was, uh, was 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, oxen, and 500 she-asses, and very great household, and a very great household. Uh, so that this man, Job, was the greatest of all the men of the East. The greatest. Now, According, uh, reading on a little bit more, he says, and his sons went out, uh, fasting in their houses and everyone his day and, and sent and called for the, their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. You see, I, I think Job was kind of the high priest of that time of that land because, uh, it goes on to say, and it was so when the days of their fasting was gone about, uh, about the, that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered a burnt offering according to the number of them all. And Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and caused God, uh, curse God in their hearts. Thus, did Job continually. So you see, Job was offering up prayers to God. He was a strong in the Lord. You know, that's what we need to do with our families and, and we as men of the household every day, we should, uh, pray with our families and all, uh, offer up our praise to God, uh, because we need to be, you say, well, how can I be stronger in the Lord? I think prayer, again, I'll say that prayer is one of the strongest things that we have that God has given us. Now there was a day when the sons of God came and presented themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. You see, here was a great man of God and still Satan came among his family and uh, he's going to cause a lot of problems in, in Job's life and in his family's life. But God knew exactly what he was doing when he loosened, uh, loosened Satan and he knew how strong Job was and Job was, a, was strong in the Lord. And uh, he says, and the Lord said unto Satan, Wast thou, uh, worst thou comest? Worst thou comest? And Satan said the Lord to the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, has thou considered, <laughs> has thou considered my servant, my servant, you know, he, 
He says, my servant, Joel. He didn't say Joel was a servant of the world. He said, my servant. He was personal. He was personally, uh, God's servant. As I considered thy servant, Job, there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man that feareth God and ensues evil. You see, he says it again. Then Satan answers and said, Lord, and said, doeth Job fear God for naught? Has thou not, has thou not thou made him and a hedge about him? I think God has a hedge about us. God protects us from many things that you don't even think about in our, each day of our life. You know, uh, I, I'm thankful to God for his hedge about me. I'm thankful for, to God and, uh, I've talked to many people, you know, and I tell them about the hedge of God, about God has a hedge around us. Some people don't understand that because there's many things in life. He he removed the hedge from Job. He removed the hedge from Job, but he didn't remove his grace. Now, sometimes God may remove the hedge from about us, but we still have the grace of God in his power. He said, has thou not made an hedge about him and about his house and all, and about all that he has on every side? Thou hast blessed the works of his hand and has his substance is increased in the land. His substance. God, God blessed Job multiple, multiple times in his life. And Job knew that. Job knew that uh, <clears throat> and you, you know, if we're going to read, I'm not going to go on read, but Job, Job's trials in particular, God was, uh, God was glorified in Job's trials. And, uh, Satan was confounded because, uh, Satan, he thought he's going to just be able uh, to do anything he wanted to, to Job, and he would bow down to, bow down to, Satan, but God had power in his life. God had power in his life. He said, you can do anything you want to to Job, but you can't take his life. And that boy Satan went to work on him. It seemed like that God just kind of pitched Job right in, in uh, the Satan's lap and let him go to work on him. But you take uh, the faith and the power that Job had. If you read the book of Job, and it's a wonderful book, how he, uh, how strong he was in the Lord and the power of his mind. Now, Job, uh, Job was a sinner just like we are. But, uh, and God knew that, but he protected Job from a lot of things, didn't he? Job said, though he may slay me, yet will I trust in him. So you see the power of God's love in Job's life. And suffering, uh, his suffering, uh, comes forth as gold. He's, he's gone, he's going through the fiery furnace. And God's promise to Job, uh, was to multiply his blessings at the end of, at the end of these trials. 
Have you ever been through a trial and come out on the other side and God has put us through these trials and we know better how to handle those trials in life by the power of God and we go through the trials of life and God brings us through it and we're, we come through those things and we see how the power of God brought us through it and we're refined as gold. And we know when we go through another trial that God's power is with us. His mercy is with us. His grace is with us. This is the armor of God. We have the armor of God. And what a blessing it is to have the armor of God. As we think about the many things that we go through in life are trials and tribulations. And I know sometimes we question God. Why, Lord? Why this? Why that? But God God always, He has an answer for us. Uh, my grace is sufficient. My power is sufficient in your life. Oh, why, Lord? You know, I, I've said that a few times in my life when I was, when I was sick and thought they had only given me a few months to live. And, uh, and, uh, what a, but it was, it was a, a time in my life that God uh, brought me through that fiery trial. He brought me through it and he healed me of my afflictions and he healed my mind. I didn't think that I could love God any more than I did. I do. I I want to love Him more. I I don't love Him probably like I should, but I want to love Him more as we sang that song. He brought me through that trial and so many blessings in that trial that I had. So many people I got to witness to and so, and, and, uh, feeling sorry for myself and pity for myself, you know, and boy, the Lord brought me down. Did He ever bring... When I walked over in that little... Uh, where all those little babies and kids were laying there with uh, dying from cancer, and I said, Oh, Lord, please, Lord, forgive me of my thoughts. Forgive me, Lord, for questioning You for what and I didn't know that I was going to live or die. But I know one thing. It sure changed my life at that time. Because I knew Him a whole lot better. And I wanted to love Him more. I didn't think I could love the church any more than I did. But I love you more. Didn't think I could love my wife anymore. But I loved her more. What a blessing. You know, even though as I look back on that trial that I went through. I'd go through it again because I came out a whole lot better, a whole lot better off than I was. We think we get pride in our life and we think we can handle things in our life we forget about. It's God's grace. It's God's power in our life. If we got any good in in us, it's because God is there. Any righteousness, it's God's righteousness. It's not our righteousness. So I'm thankful to God this morning for His power within me and His grace. 
May the Lord bless and keep you is my prayer. Is someone have a song?